recording, it looks like. So thank okay. you so much for doing this, Sarah. I appreciate your uh, time. Hope you are uh, well, healthy, strong. Um, maybe let the listeners know who you are and what do you do? Okay, well, thank you for having me. I'm Sarah. I am the owner of Wonderful Boxes. I'm a gift box company, but I also have a small little storefront you can see behind me. And um, gosh, I appreciate you having me on. It's a crazy time. <laughs> crazy time. So how did you start that store and how did you start the gift box? Like what was like your first, what was like your first customer, I guess, on the gift box side? So I've been in the green beauty industry for a few years working with a company and um, I had just had my son, my second child, and was just kind of itching to sort of get back into doing something. I, I wanted to, I guess, have something for myself at that time. And I had a friend with a law firm who um, I had kind of, she always says, you always find the coolest things, you know, can you find me some things for some of my staff? So I kind of did one year and got her Christmas gifts. And then the next year was maybe like, well, I could probably turn this into something and thought maybe I'd pursue that. And I wasn't really sure. And I voiced it to a couple of girls that we had done pop-ups together with our businesses. And they were like, well, we've been talking about doing a shop together. So why don't you come in with us? So kind of in the span of about a month, we had that conversation and opened a shop and I started a business and we just sort of hit the ground running. Um, they'd had established businesses, so I was the new one, but none of us had had a storefront. One was a mobile boutique and one had a setup in a gym. So um, we just kind of came together and, and started running. Awesome. And what was, um, what was your background, I guess, going into it? What were you doing before? I was, uh, I managed a bridal shop for several years and I'd been an assistant producer for some of the bridal runway shows in the area and different events. And I really liked that. Um, I just kind of like being creative and finding different ways to do that. I cannot draw or paint to save my life. So I find different ways. Like I could, I, you know, combine things that look pretty together. I love to dye silk ribbon. I mean, I, I, I find other ways to sort of be creative and I've always been drawn to those. And are you, do you have like a, cause you're aesthetic. It seems like you have like graphic design, like really control over graphics and like creative direction, art direction. Where did you kind of pick up those skills? <clears throat> I along the way. <laughs> My background uh, in school is psychology. I have a little bit of business, but I worked with substance abuse. I worked in social services. So this was all kind of foreign to me. And I think, you know, my dad could really draw very well. And, and mm. I, I kind of was like, well, I guess I'm just not very artistic. And then, you know, you work in the bridal industry and you work with all kinds of creatives and you see that there are so many different ways to sort of express that creativity. So you just kind of try all the things and see what sticks. You know, I've definitely tried calligraphy, for example, not going to stick with me, um, you know, several different things. So you find what works and then you also along the way find the people who can do that very well if you don't. <laughs> so I definitely do a lot of my stuff, but I, I go to the right people for that, which I cannot. <laughs> Understood. And um, what about suppliers and some of the companies you work with? Maybe talk about how you find um, some of these companies and kind of what is your, like, what is your business model? 
You know, I try to use all small businesses, uh, primarily women owned, um, a lot of local businesses. I sort of just find them through traveling to different cities and going to some of their smaller boutiques. I love to find the local makers. If I can, I always try to find a Saturday market or Portland has a great night market. Um, you know, I go to some of the smaller uh, buyers markets for some of the kind of indie businesses and just kind of there's so much creativity I mean you could there are millions of companies that you can go for but you just kind of see which you're drawn to and the good thing about kind of these small businesses is that they're usually just an owner just like me sitting in their shop you know and we're we're kind of can relate on several levels and just have some great conversations and collaborate together and it just sort of leads into well i know this person and then you know then you're off in a different direction with somebody they recommend it so it's kind of a really neat network that you build up when you are a small business and you're operating with a lot of other small businesses what are some of those like buyers markets that you go to like do you go to trade shows like maybe what are some of those that you uh go and find these unique products so there are a lot now um i've been to new york i've been to california i went to renegade craft in denver last year that was really fun um there are just a lot of these great little indie markets that are very selective about who they allow they a lot of them are sort of, you know, eco-friendly companies that they want. And it's just really, there are some really great um, markets out there and people that sort of curate these vendors and you can come across all kinds of stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Um, what was the Renegade uh, fair like? Because I know that, that's one of the ones I, I've been to a handful myself and I, that's one I, I haven't been to, but online, I mean, the aesthetic looks really good. Maybe explain <laughs> like what kind of, you know, things you discover there? I found some pottery there. I found some candles. I was fortunate to have a friend whose friend is the director. Um, I'm not sure her exact title, but she sort of runs that show. And so that was really neat to get to sort of walk around with her and talk with her about how she finds different vendors and how different cities, you know, attract different companies and different buyers. And they just, I've really collaborated with a few of the people that I found, but I also stumbled across great other buyers that were there from other shops, kind of similar to mine, and we formed relationships as well. So it's, it's, it's neat. You feel a little bit less like an island in an environment like that, and we're all kind of working together. Totally. And maybe, um, speaking of that, maybe talk a little bit about the kind of changes that we've been you know, I'm going into at this point. I mean, we're, you know, working differently. And, um, you know, in some cases, we're not even able to work. What, what are you kind of doing as a business? And, uh, you know, what things are you kind of seeing, I guess, from a, you know, just a success standpoint, or any, any positive stories that you might can share? You know, I feel really fortunate throughout this. Um, I did have to close my doors, which is not ideal, but I am here packing up orders. I've had great response online. I've had people message me through Instagram. Um, I, I'm still getting business and I'm really thankful for that. Um, I mean, I, if I have to find a silver lining, I would say that um, I've been totally inspired the last week or so with all of the creativity and the sort of adaptability that a lot of these businesses are showing. Um, I've seen collaborations, I've seen, you know, takeout, I've just seen so many businesses sort of doing what they can to help other businesses and so many people are trying to think outside the box and I've had suggestions from people that, I mean, it, it doesn't benefit them at all 
but they think of something and think, maybe you should try this. I'm like, that's a great idea. I never would have thought that. So I think if anything, um, people have really banded together and, and kind of come up with some cool things and are just kind of trying to look out for each other as best we can. Um, I feel fortunate that I hired somebody last year to really kind of get my website going and kind of all the things I'd neglected and I'm so grateful <laughs> that I did that. Um, she's been amazing and she's really helped me sort of stay afloat while I figure out what the new normal is for this time. And, and what's one of those like good ideas that maybe someone is giving you that you say, oh, I, I wouldn't have thought of that? Uh, Stay-at-home mom sanity boxes. <laughs> Ah, I like that. <laughs> I like it a lot. A lot of that. Um, little bundles. So I'm partnering with a florist in the area. She contacted me yesterday. She has a delivery truck. Um, she just signed on a location. So she is parking her truck in her parking lot on Tuesday to do like a drive-through um, bouquet pickup. And she invited me to put together little bundles and just have some gifts there. You know, she said, I think this might help brighten some spirits. Um, you know, I've had some companies and some other people reach out or that I've kind of reached out to about um, putting gifts together for maybe nurses or people who are separated from their mom in a nursing home or, you know, people that could really use a little extra. So we are going to roll out some sort of free gifts, free bundles, um, just some, some different options that I don't normally offer, maybe at various price points or just kind of with some different sort of relaxation centered <laughs> offerings. Yeah, no, that's really cool. Um, no, that's great. And so you did make a decision you said a while ago to have someone help you with your website and mm -hmm. kind of just like, you know, assistance there. How did you kind of find that person and kind of like, what were some of the first things that maybe you were doing or, or even if there were things that you weren't doing, like what were some of the first things you either delegated or like kind of gave tasks to that person? Uh, so I, I was trying to think of how I met her and I'm not really sure. I know that she hired me to do some gifting. Um, and in turn, I think I hired her to do in, some Instagram stuff. I hired her to do a project. And then I remember that several weeks, maybe even a month went by and she was getting to be mother's day and I'm totally overwhelmed and I'm forgetting Instagram and you know, all these things. And she messaged me and said, Hey, been a little while since you posted. Do you want me to put something together? And at that moment, I was like, here's a girl who noticed that I wasn't doing something that would really benefit my business and just jumped right in and was like, you could probably use to do this. Do you want some help? And I'm like, you're hired. <laughs> yes. So, wow. <clears throat> yeah, she's been amazing. She helped open a lot of businesses and she just can really anticipate things. I mean, I I didn't know anything about business. I started this and was like, I'll figure it out. <laughs> and uh <laughs> Man, it was a game changer to have someone like her come on board and be like, wow, I never would have thought of any of those. And they've been great avenues for my business. And so how do you kind of go about like, I guess, getting new business? Is it referrals or is it something else? How do you kind of get your customer? I've been fortunate that referrals have been really big um, for me, whether it's somebody who has chosen to you know, use my boxes as their gifts or whether it's somebody who's received a gift. I'm like, wow, what is this? Um, Instagram has been great for me. Um, I think just kind of getting the word out, I moved my shop. So I was part of the shop with the other two girls. And then I moved into my own space in November and I am attached to a salon. And uh, that has opened up all new 
uh, clientele for me, especially men who get their hair cut that come in and are like, wait, so I can just give you like a hundred bucks and you just put a gift together for my wife and it's ready at the end of my haircut. I'm like, yes. <laughs> and That's you know, insane. and then they tell their friends, <laughs> in a like, good oh way. <laughs> my gosh, I had no idea this existed. And then they're like, wait, can you do this for my office? And it kind of goes from there. I'm like, yeah, absolutely. So I think once people realize you're here and you can sort of take that off of their plate, it's, um, it's definitely opened some different doors. (laughs) That's awesome. Mm -hmm. And so what do you think is kind of like the next steps here? What do you think? Um, everything's kind of uncertain. Um, what's, what are small businesses, you know, what do we do if we're selling online or, you know, we're doing a lot of deliveries, like, what what do you think, I guess, is next um, when it comes to how we interact with customers or how we interact with the public? Like, what's your thoughts? You know, I think we all just stay as fluid as we can. Mm-hmm. It is changing by the minute over here. Um, I think having to sort of tailor our online approach, uh, and, not, and not approach, I don't like that word, but just I think that people are really sort of um, reconnecting differently. And, and I know for me at least, can't speak for everyone, but for me, I think I'm sort of reconnecting in some relationships that maybe got neglected along the way. Um, you know, I'm, I'm spending more time with my kids, which as a small business owner, we know that that, you know, it's hard to find that balance. Um, it is. <laughs> so I think sort of what I've seen and what I have felt resonate with me online is more sort of relationship driven. I love seeing, you know, a business owner. I mean, like me, I was, I just text Emily that I, I don't even know when the last time I washed my hair was, but here I am on video. You know? <laughs> um, and, and just sort of letting people see that side. I think we all sort of put up that like really pretty pictures and the, everything's great. And you're like, no, actually I haven't washed my hair in days. I'm starving. You know, I'm trying to figure out what to do with my business and make it to the post office. And, you know, just sort of seeing that, that we're, we're all in this and that, you know, we're, we're all adapting and no one knows what the hell we're doing right now. So, you know, we might as well all kind of be in it with each other. And I think that's, that's a shift toward sort of positive side of um, social media that I've, I've seen, or at least has resonated with me this week. That's awesome. Well, this is great. I feel like we covered a lot. I think the (laughs) listeners get to know a little bit more about you and what's behind your business. Um, Where can listeners follow you, connect with you and support you at this time? You know, my Instagram is a great place, Wonderful Boxes, and that's wonderful with an A, Wonderful Boxes. Um, My website is wonderfulboxes.com. That's the easiest way to get a hold of me. My email, my phone number, everything is on there. Um, You know, however people want. I have, I have, a 90 something year old neighbor who, who calls me and, and orders things and has me deliver. And then I have people, most of the people Instagram me, I guess. <laughs> and that's sort of the easiest way to update. You know, if I'm going to be here pick, packing orders, I might post, you know, I'm going to be here 12 to two today. If anybody wants curbside, I can run it right out to you. Um, so for me, that's been the easiest way to kind of stay in touch. Awesome. Well, that's great. Well, thank you again for doing this. And um, <laughs> stay safe, stay healthy. And uh, you we'll talk also. Soon. All right. Thank you so much. Bye. Bye bye.